from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Out in Las Vegas, Fridays, this hour joins us. Brad, always good. We're here at the Omni Commitments, number five. We're celebrating. Mr. LC has the first question. Wants to know, Brad, which is the correct side of the Appy State minus six and a half over Miami of Ohio? Uh, a tough one because Miami, Ohio is down to a third-string quarterback. So, I mean, it, it's tough betting Miami, Ohio, but I, I would lean that way and really has, you know, nothing to do with, you know, expectation. Oh, the, the third-string guy is going to far exceed expectations. It's, you know, it's supposed to be a really bad weather game. So I expect conservative game plans from both teams. I mean, the total is down to 42-and-a-half. So whenever there's a really low total, I always gravitate towards the underdog more than the favorite. So, Miami, Ohio's defense is legit. It's, a, it's been the best in the MAC the last couple of years. So, lean Miami, Ohio. Uh, I did give out the the under yesterday uh, prior to you know the news about the weather really starting to hit the market. I don't know, Brad, if you buy lottery tickets. I've never bought a lottery ticket, but last year, a year ago, Army Navy had total. Total score been under for, what, 17 years in a row, whatever the number was. Brad said, you got to go over this time. Only reason he wins this is because he went to overtime. Last week he was telling us, take the over. He got 27.5. I couldn't get 27.5. I got 18, and the score was 17 to 11, Brad. You're, you're lit. You must have gone to mass or something. Uh, it's just, you know, too low so i mean it you know it's it needs a lot to happen for it to go under but uh yeah it's uh uh unfortunate there that uh, they decided to take the safety at that one but uh, uh no, i would argue no one should have really lost i mean at worst, right should have pushed the game so if you bet the under uh there was 28 and a half available there's 27 and a half available there's 28 available and this is all 24 hours before the kick so that was a good lesson uh, for everyone with the isolated game. 
a big game to just show the importance of shopping because anybody that made a bet on that total should not have lost. At worst, it should have been a push. I want to ask you, this is something that happened to me. Now, I bet that game, and again, I, I couldn't get 27.5 on bet MGM. I got 28. 17 to 11 was the score. And my thinking was, well, I lost because it's got to go over because I wasn't betting the actual minus number, right? I was betting the total. So, Brad, immediately it shows up on my app, I lost, which I thought, okay, well, I did lose. It wasn't over 28. Next morning, Brett, I get an email from BetMGM and said, sorry, we've corrected your account. That was a push. What is that weird? And that then that's kind of inexcusable. And I, I get the only college football game on the day they should have graded <laughs> that immediately as a push, and uh, you just got your money back. And I again, I, I bet so little it didn't matter. But I just I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't. They, they don't come back and give you your money back. I, I didn't think that was possible. Yeah, any pushes you get, you, you get your money back, which is fair. Right, right. I just I've never. Again, I got my I, what, what, I think I got my twenty bucks back there, Brad. So <laughs> I was happy. Hawkeye Jason says Wisconsin LSU feels like a mismatch in favor of LSU. It opened up Tigers favored by twelve and a half. Now it's down to eight and a half. Your thoughts? I usually follow line moves, but uh, when it comes to bowl games, because it's information based, it's player personnel opting out, you know, or whatnot. Uh, but this is one where I'm, I'm waiting for it to be official that Jaden Daniels isn't going to play, and once that hits the screen and the line drops even further, I like LSU quite a bit. I think Nussmeier is a very good backup. Saw that last year. Uh, Wisconsin's depleted at the skill positions, but I, I, I like LSU. And you had a Jaden Daniels uh, Heisman ticket, right? Yep, twenty to one. Been back in uh, April, so that was a, a good result for me, and ended up uh, with about one hundred and seventy-one percent ROI on my Heisman uh, portfolio. That's awesome. That is that is absolutely fantastic. Notre Dame has lost Sam Hartman. Now he was gone, anyways, but he's not going to play the bowl game. Alt is not going to play. Fisher, the right tackle's not going to play. Estime is not going to play. I'm probably leaving somebody out. How do you factor in Notre Dame with Steve Angeli at quarterback? Uh, I mean, it's it's going to be tough, uh, but they're still favored by six and a half. Uh, and so, uh, I I bet Oregon State it was high as twelve in the market before all this hit. I mean, so there's been certainly an adjustment, but keep in mind. Uh, while Notre Dame has 11, 12 guys out as far as starters and even, even on, uh, you know, a few guys on defense as well, Oregon State's got 10 or 11 guys out. So, uh, as far as starters and they have a skeleton crew coaching staff. So really tough game to bet. I would, I would say now at the current numbers, I'd still lean Oregon State. However, I think, uh, now that we've seen already a significant line movement, probably the best bet is just to live bet the game and just see get a feel for it for the first couple series to see how Angeli looks, to see how the backups look for Oregon State, and then then jump into it. And I could say that for a lot of these bowl games. Question from John. John's from L.A. And just to repeat, John golfed at Southern Cal, but he's a huge Notre Dame fan where his dad played. 
He's listening to us from Cabo, though. He's in Cabo on the beach, chilling out. He wants to know, Brad, what you think about that Notre Dame A&N opener. They open up against each other in College Station. Given Notre Dame now has portal players like Riley Leonard, plus the return of defensive stars Xavier Watts, Howard Cross, Riley Mills, and they also get in the R.J. Oben from Duke, who is a beast defensive end. I know you probably hadn't had time to think about what's going to happen in eight months or whatever, Brad, but any any early thoughts there? Yeah, I there's too many. I got to see how A&M's roster fills out. I, I like the Elko hire. I, I like the Colin Klein hire at OC. Yeah, I, I do. You know, yeah. there's, there's so many transfers out of A&M. I got to see how they build it back up. But I mean, Notre Dame doesn't have a good track record on the road in an atmosphere like that for 30 years. So uh, I don't know yet. <laughs> I I think it's going to be a relatively short spread. I, I just I'm not confident saying Notre Dame minus three or pick or A and M minus three at this point. But I would guess I, if I had to make a bet, I, I would expect it to fall somewhere in between that. So Notre Dame will be a slight favorite, perhaps. Yeah, I mean I could see him as high as you know maybe a three point favorite. But again, I mean if A and M hits a home run in the portal, then I mean I'm closer to pick or maybe even A and M favorite. I I, I always. Notre Dame hasn't performed well in those types of games, and they just haven't uh, throughout history. Uh, I, I can remember, you know, I was doing this show and t- telling everybody Texas against Notre Dame and in the season opener, nobody was believing me. Texas won that uh, game in double overtime, uh, but uh, and Notre Dame was a short favorite. So uh, I, I just I got to see how these rosters shake out. Notre Dame still has some work to do, probably two, three more guys in the portal. So just way too early. I'd be more confident if it was four or five years ago and I didn't have significant roster turnover, uh, I would be more confident setting a line. Clay, right here in the 615, he's been with us, says ask Brad about his trip to the Army-Navy game because they facilitated your appearance there. <laughs> uh yeah, I, it was something I haven't done ever before. It was the first time I was in Boston, so a little, little bit unique there. I mean, it was and tradition of pageantry is what I expected. Uh, you know, the flyovers, the, you know, Apache helicopters. Uh, I thought, I mean, I've, I've been to probably 100 some football games. It was probably one of the best flyovers I've ever seen. Uh, you know, I, I like little things. Like, I, I like the honoring of uh, the servicemen in between TV timeouts. You don't get to see that, but when you're at the stadium, you do. Uh, just, uh, I don't know, kind of remind me what college football all about. I mean, tradition and pageantry. Uh, it felt like, you know, to, to me and then the weather, <laughs> remarkably, it was supposed to be 52 degrees and sunny and no wind, and it was overcast, uh, mist a little bit, and about 15-mile-an-hour wind, at least where I was sitting. So uh, that, that one, uh, coming from Vegas, uh, my, my, my blood's a little thinner than what it used to be growing up in Ohio. But uh, uh, other than that, I mean, it, it kind of felt took me back to sitting in that Notre Dame stadium for so long because I had end zone seats or a similar location to where I sat in Notre Dame stadium for, for 20 years. So I don't know. It just took me back to what college football was me growing up sitting there and uh, not all about, you know, everything else that's going on in the sport right now. So from that aspect, I mean, I, I kind of wanted me, I enjoyed it enough where I want to do it again. And I I'm at the point where I would like to go to the army Navy game every year. Oh, it was that good. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going there to see, you know, uh, you know, I'm not seeing Alabama-Michigan talent. 
But uh, right. as far as I at least want to take my dad there, I you know I went with a group of guys that I do podcasts and stuff with. But uh, I, uh, I I would like to take my dad, but, but before you know he can't uh, is not able to go. So at least I want to do that. Yeah, I've I've talked to a lot, I've not been to that game, but I've talked to a lot of people who have been, and they said I've yet to hear anybody come back and say they were disappointed. Yeah, I mean, there's so many unique features. I mean, you just don't see. Like, uh, they had a presentation, like all these tents outside the stadium, and uh, the, the army was putting it. And I mean, you could like, you know, all their gear and stuff. Like they'd take the, the, the you know, the, to the Middle East and stuff as far as weaponry, whether it's you know, uh, rocket launchers, uh, sniper rifles, and stuff like that, and have you, you know, hold it and look through the scopes and stuff. I thought that was super cool, to be honest with you, just to see the, the, the equipment that they have. But uh, they, a very respectful crowd. I mean, it's not like an NFL crowd that would be drunk. I mean, it was just a good experience, man. I, I don't know, it's something I, I don't get very often, but it's something that, that I'm accustomed to back in the 90s. More Brad Powers as we continue Friday edition. Bar lines from Commitment. Breakfast bar still available if you happen to be around. Free. No, no, no. They don't charge you. Come on in. Get your bike. Omni Nashville Hotel. Morning, still a bit of traffic volume coming past the airport here through Harbortage Donaldson on 40 westbound. Still some volume also coming down from the north through Millersville, not as bad as it was 15 minutes ago, uh, through that section of Sumner County on 65 southbound. Still looks pretty good coming in from Bellevue on the west side of Nashville. Looks good right now, 40 east up by Charlotte Pike. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering this holiday season. Check out their menu today and order online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Is the season for all of my favorite treats. Now, where are Grandma's homemade holiday cookies? Hold up. Where are Grandma's cookies? Easy, Joe. Grandma brought something even sweeter this season. <gasps> Your triple fudge brownies? No, Joey. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Made from scratch holiday wins? Grandma, you're a genius. Give the gift of holiday instant games topped with sweet cash prizes. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times national survey of pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. 
This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. This is the Greg Vogue and John Burton Show. I'm not surprised, and I think Kevin Byer gets it. Producer Debbie is the, not happy. The, well, she shouldn't be when they ran off Jeff Fisher. That No one was happy about that because everybody loved him. It, it was all business. He's due $14 million next year, okay? Not going to be on the roster next year. Get something for him. Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. knows all there is to know about Johnny Five Star, and now you can too. It's Bill King. Brad Powers, each Friday with us this hour. Talking gambling, college football, etc. We just talk the game in general at times as well. Brad, we were talking on Thursday at Rusty Menzel on three, who covers Georgia and is a fantastic recruiting guy. And he says the Carson Beck topic is 50 50, meaning return or go. What does that mean to Georgia? We know they have dudes everywhere, but Brock Bowers is gone. We assume Led McConkie's gone. Running back, maybe they get the ATN kid from Florida. There's talk that that might be the leading school for him, but how important is Carson Beck returning? Yeah, I mean, you're talking to their power rating at minimum three, four points. Uh, I know it doesn't sound like much, but, I mean, that, that can be significant. I and mean, that can be, especially with the tougher schedule, be the difference uh, in a few games. But, uh, you know, I, I would say if it was in the four-team era, I would not have Georgia as a playoff team. Now it's 12 teams. I mean, I, I, I think <laughs> it will be relatively safe getting in for the most part, even with a difficult schedule. So uh, answer would have been different this year than the, the next year. But, yeah, yeah he's kind of that I would, I would drop their overall team power rank three, four points. You know they don't overly rely on a quarterback, but that's how much he'd be important. And uh, yeah, that that would that would be a tough loss to say the least. Dylan Rayola, who moved to Georgia to play a senior year in Buford, Georgia, is visiting Nebraska. And the thinking is, if he takes that trip, which apparently he's taking that trip, he's going to Nebraska. How big is that? I mean, it's significant for Nebraska just to get, you know, a, a guy of that caliber at that at the most important spot on on the team. Right. Uh, I haven't watched a ton of film yet. Uh, 
if he's an early enrollee, I, I would save my overall thoughts until I saw a spring game. Uh, I would be concerned with a guy that's been committed to three different programs and four different high schools in the course of 28 months. That's just not how I operate as a human being. So uh, huge for Nebraska, but <laughs> are they all of a sudden in a, a much dip, more difficult Big Ten and that they can no longer play every, you know, most of their games against the, the Big Ten West? Uh, they're still up against it. There's still work to do there. How excited or interested are you in watching Devin Brown lead this Buckeye team at quarterback? Uh, I mean, it's going to be an intriguing game. Uh, you know, I I wasn't a big Kyle McCord fan uh, all season. I just wasn't. Didn't see it. And I always, you know, <laughs> one play can change narratives if he throws a pick and C.J. Brown doesn't drop a, uh, an interception there for Notre Dame. Think about the the, the narratives for both those programs, if that doesn't happen, and specifically Kyle McCord, uh, I, I think it's telling. Uh, it'll be telling to where he ends up. Uh, it's going to be a downgrade from Ohio State program. It's not like he's going to transfer to another elite program. Uh, as far as the game against Missouri, big timeline move. We're talking nine points from the open. Ohio State open six and a half. It's Missouri two and a half. I am hearing though, that a majority of the Ohio State players are going to play. Obviously, McCord's out, Fleming's out, but that's the only two that have announced officially out. I'm hearing most of the guys are going to play, and if that's the case, I like Ohio State at the current number, plus two and a half. Josh, down on the Emerald Coast. Brad, who do you have winning the FCS? Do you have any favorites there? He said, I've enjoyed watching these games. Well, I mean, South Dakota State, I mean, is the overwhelming favorite. I mean, you don't believe me, they're a 20-point favorite tonight in a semifinal game. 20-point favorite uh, against Albany, and all pretty good Albany team. Uh, but, uh, right. I mean, South Dakota State, for, for those that don't pay attention, I mean, this is one of the better FCS teams in the history of the FCS. I mean, they're right up there with the, the good North Dakota State teams. South Dakota State hasn't lost a game since they dropped uh, a close loss to Iowa in last year's last year's season opener. So, uh, they have one of the longest winning streaks in the history of the FCS. They had like 19 starters back from the team that won the national championship last year. Uh, they're looking to close the deal here. I, I mean, obviously, I think they win tonight. Do I think they cover? No. I, I would lean Albany tonight plus the 20. But, uh, you know, South Dakota State, they're going to have a tough matchup in the championship game, as you'd expect, playing the winner of Montana, North Dakota State. But uh, they're still going to be significantly favored, you know, touchdown plus in that game. So, I'd be relatively surprised if the Jackrabbits don't repeat as national champs. Brad, if you were to rank college football teams, FBS teams, but include South Dakota State, where would they land? They would be in the top 40. Wow. So, That's impressive. Yeah. They're as That's... good as, uh, yeah, I mean, they're as good as any team we've ever seen in the FCS. They're that good, and that that's not a team that if you're looking to schedule somebody to come in and get paid and, and roll over and, and play dead, that's not who you schedule, right? Yeah, fun, funny <laughs> that they couldn't find a an FBS opponent this year. Uh, somebody was <laughs> thinking. It's also funny North Dakota State couldn't play uh, one. Montana couldn't. Montana State, those are the four best programs. And then none of the four happened to have an FBS opponent this year. That's probably the way it's going to be, too, right? Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, although, the interesting one, I mean, I'm already starting to prep for 2024. Colorado plays North Dakota State in next year's opener. 
Dion with a brand new, just recruited this last week offensive line and all these other guys against, wow. We'll How about see, North that? Dakota State just lost their coach to USC, uh, so it might not be a great North Dakota State team, but but we'll see how they can uh, how they build their roster out. But yeah, that one that'd be interesting. Honestly, the game if it was right now, like like say nothing changed teams right now, I had to make a power rating on the game be close to pick. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> Brad Powers with us, BradPowerSports dot com. Brad, I'll tell you what, and we've got time to stretch out here and look into the future, and we'll have plenty of time to do that here in the coming spring months. But Ole Miss, and they're waiting on confirmation, staying or going when it comes to Jackson Dart. But Ole Miss is trending offensively with what they've got back at receiver, what they've got back at running back, Dart returns, if indeed, which I think he probably will. What Lane Kiffin does in the transfer portal, they're not going to take much of a step back, if at all. That that could be their best offense, and I don't know when. Yeah, and I mean, it looks like they're in on several top prospects in the portal. It looks like they're they're going all in for a run, a legitimate run uh, at this. And I mean, hell, I mean. So it's the playoffs, they'd be in this year. And my, my expectation, at least, I mean, obviously this is the 30,000-foot view. We're so early in the process, but I'd expect them to to be a favorite to make the playoffs next year. I mean, keep in mind, probably 10-2 and two would, would make it with those SEC schedules. So, yeah, I, I'm as of right now, I'm a pretty big believer in what Ole Miss can be next year. How far have you come as a Lane Kiffin critic from – Southern Cal tarmac to what he is today. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's matured. I mean certainly think much more of him. I you know I looking back and hindsight's always twenty twenty. I mean I don't think people realize. I mean SC was the last team to really get hit significantly hard by the NCAA. True. I mean they took twenty to thirty scholarships away. They couldn't go to a bowl game. Uh, I mean that that was the last team to really get hit hard. And he had to deal with all that. It wasn't Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll left uh, right when all that stuff was about to hit. So, uh, yeah, I do I think he's a national championship coach? No. Do I think he's one of the best offensive minds and continues to be in college football? Yes. I still, you know, as a head coach, he still leaves a little bit to be desired. I look no further than the Mississippi State game, the very last game he coached, I thought. I mean, that, that should have been one where they, they really, you know, considering what Mississippi State had and what was going they're going through with an interim coach and what Mississippi State was this year and Mississippi State beating Old Miss the year before, that, that should have been a, a much more comfortable win. And uh, I, I didn't like what I saw from Old Miss, at least in that aspect. But I tell you what, he used to have this kind of boyish, spoiled brat image looked like he was always kind of hiding something he's i will give him credit he seems to have matured brad that washington alabama game where he looked zoned out he looked like well he looked like he was on something let's face it gets fired after that game i don't think he's that same person today no i agree with that you know he's i would hope you mature at some point in your 40s so uh yeah yeah 
Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that assessment. I, I remember watching that Washington-Alabama game, and I knew Alabama wouldn't lose because Washington was not going to score. But I just remember thinking, is Lane Kiffin connected to the game that I'm watching? Do you remember sitting there watching that game? Yeah, I mean, it, was, it, it wasn't great. I mean, keep in mind they, they had a big uh, Scarborough run that helped them put away late. Not, not that it was some great play call. It was more of an outstanding individual effort there. Right. I will say that uh, Washington defense was very talented. They had a couple of 300-pounders on the interior. Look at all the guys they ended up having drafted on the back end. I, I, I think a little bit had to do with Washington's defense was a little underrated. No doubt. Yeah, no, no doubt. It's just in that ballgame I could tell that the Washington offense was going to have very – little success in that particular matchup but yeah and gets fired doesn't even get to coach the national championship game and then fast forward to right now he's making nine million a year and Ole Miss which is not considered a high-end resource school has raised money their collective to get him out there in the portal and absolutely become a beast Brad I mean they're every Walter Nolan's there right now yeah, they have. But I would expect, you know, these Big Ten and SEC schools, there to be one or two of these. To They have the money. The TV money's there. It's just whether or not they really want to spend it. Uh, looks like they're going all in. So kudos for that. They, they kind of have to, though, I will say. that I don't want to be overly critical because, I, I mean, I do think he's one of the best offensive minds in the game, obviously. Uh, I'd like to see a little bit more effort on the high school front. I mean, it seems like he's always defaulting in the portal. And that. And that can bite you. If you're just relying on portal every year, sometimes it's just not going to work out. Brad Powers, BradPowerSports.com will let you know how you can get your hands on all of his info when it comes to football, college, and the NFL. And, Brad, first year for you, you are not doing basketball. You announced that, what, eight, ten months ago, you are not going to be publicly giving basketball information. Correct. Yep. And uh, I feel pretty good about that. I don't regret that decision as of right now. So not at Is all. It, that, that's, that's a tough transition because football is your thing and then there's the basketball overlap and you just felt like you could not give it your the attention needed, right? Correct. I'm just one guy. Uh, and I... I don't rely on other people. I, I like to originate. So uh, very tough to originate uh, when, when there's overlap there. And I mean, I, I guess I could do like a March thing, but uh, I don't know. I, 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 if I have an edge, I'll sell it. If I, I don't believe I have an edge, I'm, I don't feel like you know selling it. So, I mean, that's just how I operate. Do you find yourself watching less college basketball just because now? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I, I might get into it. I might watch a little bit more when I don't have money on it, to be honest with you. So, uh, But I haven't watched hardly anything so far. It's all been football. Uh, I'm anxious to see what the TV ratings are. Now next year will be fine because it's new as far as the playoff. But uh, I'll, I'll give you a hot take. I think TV ratings will eventually go down for college football in regular season. The urgency won't be there. So, I mean, these games in the regular season will not matter as much. I don't care what anybody can tell me. Oh, you're wrong. Alabama and Georgia still be there. I, I don't know. The urgency won't be as much as watching that game, that SEC championship game. Won't be there. Both teams are in the playoff. 
Ohio State, Michigan, the urgency won't be there as much. Uh, both teams are in the playoffs, so uh, I don't think people will be watching as much. College basketball, the Exhibit A, when everybody makes a tournament, nobody watches the regular season. Yeah, but in this new contract, they're going to make two point five billion as opposed to seven hundred million, so they don't care. <laughs> yeah, I know they don't care now. Uh, yeah, I, we'll see. Uh, it's interesting to see where the sport's going to head. SEC released their schedules. We knew the teams, but we didn't know the calendar necessarily. And Alabama, Georgia, next year they do play regular season. They're not per- permanent opponents. And it's going to be, I believe, September 28th, ABC National TV primetime. That'll be, that'll be a display there at, at Tuscaloosa, at Brian Denning. Yeah, he, probably the most anticipated game of next year, uh, among many. Uh, so, yeah, I, it was anxious to see that. I, my biggest takeaway is, you know, when it comes to actionable, I'm anxious to see what the sports books do with these win totals on these teams. You're used to seeing the Alabamas, the Georgias, the Ohio States, the Michigans of the world with 11, you know, at worst 10 and a half, 11 and a half if they're really good. Um, I think you're going to have to shade another half loss or so on there because the schedules are much more difficult. couple more minutes with Brad as we continue. Omni Nashville Hotel. Commitments. Bar lines. Good morning. I'm looking at a car that has flipped out here in the Antioch area. 24 eastbound just before you get to Harding Place. It's got traffic pretty slow to go as they try to upright this car that flipped. Again, on 24 eastbound just before Harding Place. Traffic still moving past the airport, just heavy at times. Still coming in from Wilson County, uh, the Mount Juliet area, into Hermitage. Uh, looks pretty good right now. 65 down through Millersville. Princess Hot Chicken is catering this holiday season. Check out that menu today, princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, 5th and Broad, downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Prince's Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, 
and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much. By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction. Serving up to 45 miles from Nashville with quality and pride since 1994. Specializing in residential and light commercial, storm damage repairs, roofing, gutters, insurance claims, and much more. Call 615-484-1425. 615-484-1425. That's Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction. They're professionals who care. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong steroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The Bill King Show, originating live from downtown Music City from the Strike and Spare Studios. Call or text the studio now at 615-844-5600. The Bill King Show. Got several questions here, but Brad, when those SEC schedules came out the other day, we were talking about Billy Napier's future. They open up with Miami. That's August 31st. They get A&M. They do get them at home, too. They have Tennessee on the road, but their November schedule, Brad, reads like this. Cocktail party, Georgia, November 2nd, at Texas, then LSU, Ole Miss, and then Florida State. That is not a schedule, Brad, where when you need to save your job, that is fortuitous. Yeah, I mean, Billy Napier won't be the head coach of Florida in 2025. I mean, monster favorite at this point. So that's just the reality of the situation. They can be a much improved team, which I don't even know if that's going to be the case, uh, considering the the portal losses for them uh, and the recruiting class falling by the wayside a little bit. So just, I don't see a pathway to a bowl game. I really, I mean, maybe six and six at best, but that's not gonna, that's not gonna save your job. Tennessee Shanky down on the Emerald Coast. Brad, any bowl game locks for this Saturday? I think there's six bowl games on Saturday as we get started tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not uh, big into that. You know praise of locks because <laughs> yeah. uh, um, there isn't so don't believe me i mean I, i've i've lost with 24 and a half points of clv before in the games uh 24 and a half points like what that means is i, I bet someone moved 24 and a half points and i still lost 
Uh, what would I bet? You know, I'll be honest with you. I think tomorrow is probably a good in-game live betting opportunity because a lot of these have moved significantly. A lot of quarterbacks out. Uh, if I had to make one bet right now, I'd probably take the Celebration Bowl and lay seven with Florida A&M. Larry in North Carolina, who's a big uh, Michigan fan, says footnote, Sagarin has South Dakota State at 20 if they played in FBS. North Dakota State would be at 54. Montana State would be 66 and Montana 70. Yeah, all legit teams. Four best programs right now. I, I'm anxious to see those would be four that uh, I don't think individually would ever make the jump to FBS, but if they were to go together, uh, it would be something, you know, all four would go and join a conference together. I could see that. So uh, they'd be legit. I mean, there's some money in those uh, in, the, in those states because of the flagship schools for the states. People are very passionate about football there. Uh, yeah, I'd be anxious to see if they were to eventually jump ship, but uh, – yeah, that's they're legit teams. I mean, so don't just discard it by you know because it's FCS. I mean, you turn on that, turn it on. I mean, especially at the line of scrimmage with like the South Dakota States and North Dakota States, the world you're seeing you know pretty good players. The NFL draft says that. I mean, these guys get drafted every year out of out of those programs. Is Kalen DeBoer the next star college football coach? That's a good question. Uh, I mean, the results, I mean, are unbelievable, to say the least, 24-2 and two at Washington. I think people fail to realize he inherited a losing team uh, from that, you know, two-year dumpster fire uh, <laughs> of Jimmy Lake. Uh, I would I would much rather you ask me that after next year. Uh, obviously, very important data point coming up against Texas. And then I want to see what he does in the Big Ten next year. I, I want to see what he does without Michael Penix, too. So, right. Uh, right. I think he's really, really, really good. I think he's a top ten coach in the country right now. I think maybe some people are surprised by that. But when I, when I think superstar, I think like Urban Meyer type. And I, I'm not there yet, obviously. Urban Meyer, Bowling Green, Utah, Florida. To me, that was an easy follow. You could just tell i didn't care what anybody else thought this guy is got star written all over him and now he's got this gator job watch out and he won big there we're not quite there with DeBoer yet but his resume is phenomenal to date it's just incredible absolutely it is uh, i'm anxious to see uh recruiting is not great <laughs> Uh, obviously, yeah, you can overcome that with the portal and stuff. So, but uh, right. they're going to be up again. I mean, Ohio State, Michigan, uh, a little bit different than uh, uh, you know what they're facing in the big uh, in the Pac-12. And keep in mind that and they're also facing still the Oregon's and the USC's from the Pac-12. So schedule gets a lot more difficult next year. And, and I'll tell anybody, I mean, I think he's awesome. Again, I, I think he's a top ten coach in college football right now. But Washington won nine games by ten points or less. You change a couple plays in their season, we're not. You don't even ask that question. That's a good point, Brad. We're going to let you run into your Vegas weekend. Tell everybody how they can get your info. Yep, go to bradpowersports.com. Dead top of the page. Click on the Bill King tab. If you want the bowl issue, that has my confidence contest picks. It has all my bets that I made in all the bowl games. It has. I mean, if you're in a contest that has to pick against the spread in every single bowl game. 
you can get that right now. You can get it for 20 bucks. Head on over to the website, bradpowersports.com. Click on the Bill King tab. All right, buddy. See you next week. Hey, take care. Enjoy the games. There he is. Brad Powers, Brad Power Sports. He joins us every Friday talking gambling. Ed, who listens to us down in North Alabama, will be up here after the break. He's got some buddies checking him out on the radio. He's going to join me for this last 10 minutes of hour number three on a five-hour show. Georgia Dog's about to come up here and hang out. Myrtle Beach, Tom. He's the reason why people are sleeping in this morning because he supplied some goodies up top. Yeah, I mean, it's all on number, number 23 right there is the reason. Next hour, I'm going right to that bar, so tell them not to haul that out. That's where I'm heading right there. Omni. Yeah, Omni Nashville Hotel for commitments. Good morning. I'm looking at a car that has flipped out here in the Antioch area. 24 eastbound just before you get to Harding Place. It's got traffic pretty slow to go as they try to upright this car that flipped. Again, on 24 eastbound just before Harding Place. Traffic still moving past the airport, just heavy at times. Still coming in from Wilson County, uh, the Mount Juliet area, into Hermitage. Uh, looks pretty good right now. 65 down through Millersville. Princess Hot Chicken is catering this holiday season. Check out that menu today, princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Attention high school sports fans. Are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at HighSchoolOfficials.com. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown
With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I believe this franchise right now, unfortunately, is paying for the sins of a lot of bad draft picks and, and bad signs. You can only dodge that for so long. Would you think about going back-to-back years with your first-round pick and get nothing? Nothing. That's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. It's yeah. just the McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Call or text the best college football radio show in the history of humankind. 615-844-5600. The Bill King Show. Ed, who's been coming to these events and supporting us, good friend down in Florence, Alabama, where you can hear this show. Ed was just telling me he has a home in Florence. He's got a home in Tuscaloosa. He is such a fan of Alabama. They basically moved to his Tuscaloosa home during football and basketball, correct? With my wife. Right. Right. (laughs) She didn't get left behind. No. No. That's amazing. That dedication. And you're, what, you said a mile from the stadium? Yeah, about that. How far do you go back to Alabama football? Bear Bryant somewhere. Well, we saw a lot of games in Coach Bryant's time, but uh, we were – she worked at the University of North Alabama, retired from there. <clears throat> and we had season tickets there. Our oldest son started Alabama in 88, and we started buying season tickets there then and bought season tickets in basketball in 92. So we've been going ever since. And you – Basically pack it up and move to Tuscaloosa for about six, eight months a year. Well, we leave stuff there. We don't have to pack. Right, right. You own the home, but. <laughs> but we're in and out there all during the football and basketball season. Right. Now, do you go to road games? We did. But this year we've cut back, and uh, <clears throat> I had a guy the other day told me how old he was, so I'm halfway to 160. So. We've had to cut back on our travel time, and uh, uh, we miss it. Uh, I've got Rose Bowl tickets, but I'm having a friend of mine's going to take them and go. So you're not going to Pasadena? Right now we're not. No. no. Well, with the comforts of TV, big screens and all that, I mean, it's just as good, I think. Your own home, you don't have to worry about crowds and travel. Now, Pasadena – is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, it is. It's un- wonderful. I mean, we were there for, what's that, oh, 2009? That was Texas, we Alabama. Yeah. <clears throat> we left about a week early, 
and we stayed about three days after the tournament, after the game, and uh, toured all of Pasadena. The, we didn't get to see the Rose Parade because we got there after it was over with. Right. But um, beautiful stadium, uh, uh, surroundings, the weather. You January fourth, fifth, what it was. We had short sleeve shirts and shorts on, watching a football game. So. Uh, what if they end up in the next game in Houston? What are you going to do? Well, I didn't order tickets. It's too late. It's too oh, so you can't. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> too late. <clears throat> but we've been to. Um, I've been to like I think I've been to ten national championships, and my wife has been to eight. I think so. Uh, We've, we've got to see our share. Does that go back to Bear winning 78-79, some of those games? I was there in 79, that one in the, in the dome. Now, that was the Penn State play on the That's goal right. line, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Barry Krause, Mike Gooman right. on the goal line, and that to this day that clip gets played. Oh, it does. Um, I played golf with him in a tournament about two years ago. Barry Krause. And everybody – had to ask him. Of course, he brought the pictures already there signed <laughs> for everybody. So. It was a lot of fun. That game came down to the fight over inches of turf. It did, very much. And uh, I, that was the first time I'd ever been inside a dome stadium. So uh, it was amazing. Down in New Orleans for yeah. that game. Yeah. My brother-in-law was an Auburn fan, and he passed away in the late 90s, and He's the one that got the tickets, invited me to go. So uh, I was thrilled to death. And he also got tickets to Coach Bryant's last game at the Liberty Bowl, and I got to go with him to that. Joe Paterno, who's deceased, mm-hmm. tells the story that after that infamous game and Penn State not scoring, moped around for months until April or something, his wife, Sue, just jacked him up and said, you've got to get over this. He literally could not shake it. Every day it haunted him. He, sure he replayed that moment over the battle of inches for that ball game, and he could not get past it. And apparently the wifey jacked him up and got him to move on, but he was just moping around. Yeah. Well, we went to uh... – I think Penn State in 2011 or 10, that was the most friendly folks we have ever met. People would meet us on the street and say, welcome to Pennsylvania. So where are you folks eating dinner tonight? So it was just like they were, they were proud we were there. Penn State, Alabama has a history. Now, it's not a traditional one that everybody on the street's going to know, but they have played regular seasons various times through the years. We have, yes. Absolutely. I remember dating back and some just players everywhere, too. Yeah, they kicked our butt big time in um, Legion Field. I don't know what year it was, but probably about 84, 85, or 86. Right. Big time. I I remember. I remember. It was – David, I know Mike Shula was quarterback then, but was David Smith, who's now a lead official, also on one of those teams? He was on the 80-88 team. Okay. We got beat by – Gary Hollingsworth era and all that. We got beat by Miami and um, Sugar Bowl. Right. I remember. Ed, appreciate all the support. Always good to see you, good friend. Thank you. All right. Long time. Take a little break here. Georgia Dog's going to come up. Tom's going to come up. 
We're going to have a good time here in the next couple hours. Appreciate it, Ed. Thank you very much. Commitments. We got a couple more hours. Let's do it. 